Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Tuesday, Wednesday morning. So I say Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running with all your gusto and might that you have. Hey, remember, every day that you wake up, every day that you're above ground, every day that God has put breath in your lungs, He has a purpose for you and for your life. Don't forget that. You have a reason for living. God has a plan. So praise the Lord that he has given you another day, given you the ability to use your gifts and talents. So don't neglect that. Pray on it and use it with everything that you have. All right, my friends, let's see all we got watching this morning. We got Miss Angel Dixon, Tracy Little, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Darlene Barker, Debbie Jackson's side, uh, Kelly Jess Swift, Terry Hutchison, Eileen's owner. So appreciate all you wonderful, cool cats and kittens for tuning in and watching this morning. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and look at a uh, look. Uh, oh, hi, that too. Let's go ahead and do our morning pledge of allegiance. So remember, attention, salute, and pledge. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet the light into my path and hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges this morning. Good morning, Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate you tuning in. Brandy Boyd Young. Appreciate you ladies for tuning in and watching this morning. Well, the election results may not have been exactly as we had hoped. Still a good chance we, the Republicans can take the House and the Senate. I am in absolute awe and shock, as you may have seen my post this morning, that anybody could have possibly cast a vote for Uncle Fester at, uh, in Pennsylvania. Makes me wonder how much we can trust these mail-in votes. Uh, it just I feel like a, a cold bowl of oatmeal would have been more appealing to vote for than uh, Fetterman. I don't... absolutely blows my mind. It really does. But nonetheless, as angry as I may get at some and the confusion that I may have at the voting process and... Uh, the insanity of keep voting blue despite what you're seeing in this country of crime and, and invasion at the border. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, high gas prices. I mean, it's, it's insanity to keep voting that way, seeing the absolute utter destruction it's heading us towards. It's almost like watching a, a car spinning out of control and helpless to do anything about it. But here's the thing. We know who sits on the throne. We know who's in control. God is sovereign. It's not that no matter, even though we may be confused and scratching our heads, no matter if we like it, nothing is happening outside of God's control. And then God's just sitting back saying, gosh, I wish something would change. I mean, you know, he's in control. So that's all we've got to do. We can't let our anxiety, our anger, and things get in the way of our walk as Christians. And we are not to question God. We know he's in control. We need to trust in that, which leads us to our verse this morning. So let us look at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. So we get over here. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So praise the Lord for those uh, wonderful 
passages, if you will. And, um, you know, it, there's a lot to be said when it comes to trust. Now, trust can be violated. Uh, you know, if you've ever been in a relationship, uh, then you know that uh, trust is, uh, is tough uh, to, once it's shattered, to be rebuilt. You know, I'm sure every single person on here has had uh, has, has ever dated has had a, an issue with trust you know it is uh, fortunately there are unscrupulous people out there even my own daughter is not uh, immune to that and in fact I would love to get my hands on the little twerp that she was dating and uh, well let's just I've heard to sleep it at that I may well because what I would say would not sound very Christian like and very pastorly but coming from my father who loves his daughter it you understand but anyway let's I digress. Let us move forward. <laughs> so, where I, where I turn into the raging Hulk and uh, start destroying things. Anyway, the thing, fact of the matter is, you know, we have to trust in the Lord. You know, when I was a kid, I remember um, my grandparents, uh, you know, my grandmother Mamie sits in the sanctuary every Sunday morning, and uh, we's at, uh, uh, I always call them Mamie and Lee. I never call them grandma or papa and i didn't say that on my mom's side for whatever reason i called them by their first name so when i was at their house they had a big barn uh, over in their field oh uh me and dad went over there i think papa had some horses at that time and uh, i don't know if they were out of town uh, they used to travel to mexico a lot and take cruises and things we was over there feeding the horses and uh i was up in the loft part uh where the hay was at and dad said jump down to me and i'll catch you now, I know my dad wouldn't intentionally try to hurt me. I know he wouldn't drop me, but it was scary. I was in a very high spot, and uh, I was like, I don't know. He's like, I will catch you. Don't worry about it. Just trust me. I'll catch you. And I was like, I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Or Daddy at that time. I said, I mean, I was, I was pretty young at that time. And I said, I just don't know if I could do that or not. And uh, as if I had to say I was young at that time. It was <laughs> like I was 20 years old. Catch me, Daddy. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously, I was really young, but uh, but I I was up there and I was really hesitant and scared and uh, to jump. But I had these slick cowboy boots on, and when I got to the edge, my foot actually slipped out from underneath me and I fell. And uh, and Dad was he caught me, but it was almost like he kind of I slipped through his hands a little bit because it kind of happened that quick because I I didn't give warning. I just just kind of more or less fell more than I jumped. And he made the attempt to catch me. Well, you know, that's just it. I think a lot of times with our walk as Christians, Christ is saying, just trust me. Just make the leap. Make the jump. I'll catch you. And we're saying, we're scared. We're worried, God. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know if I can deal with this or not. And, and I, I can't, you know, and you're just all scared and way up here. And God's like, just jump. I got you. I'll catch you. It's fine. And, uh, you know, and so that's when we just have to take that leap and realize that God's going to catch us. You know, that he's the one individual, despite whatever happens in our personal relationships with individuals, Christ will never hurt you. Christ will never forsake you. Christ will never let you down. You don't have to worry about the pain, the hurt that others have caused you. That's the one thing that God will not do is hurt you. And that's why you have to put our full faith and trust in him. But you can't know him if you don't spend time with him. And uh, that's what some of the things I've been talking about uh, throughout this week is having that personal communion and relationship with Jesus Christ and talk to Him daily. Now, you know, I think for a lot of women in particular, now I'm, I'm not a woman, <laughs> I'm 
don't uh, make him a surprise. <laughs> so, but, uh, and I can define a woman, uh, you know, it, it is of the female species that God has created uh, from the side of Adam, and uh, their genitalia is completely different from that of a man, and uh, <laughs> so we won't get into anatomy and biology this morning, but uh, I can clearly distinguish between a man and a woman. So, well, usually you can. I better be careful on that, because... There's uh, some individuals I've seen at Walmart. I've had to scratch my head and wonder. But anyway, so, but uh, there was, I was reading a little uh, excerpt, I guess you will, from a, a Christian woman who was, uh, was doing a little um, write-up on fear. And she said, women are fear-driven, performance-oriented species. Uh, just watching the daily news can panic us, but what did she mean by fear-driven? Why would fear drive us, and what does fear drive us to do? Women in general are created with nesting instinct, a need for security and stability, and a desire to control our environment in order to create that security for us, for those we love. Our American way of thinking is this. We can fix it, whatever it is. We cannot fix it. We panic. So, you know, Fear can be a very real thing, not only just with women, but as men as well. That anxiety can be there. You know, a lot of women are, unfortunately, single mothers. And uh, whether it's by, you know, they may have been abandoned, maybe their their spouse has passed away. And so that, that fear and panic sets in of how they're going to provide for the, those children. How they're going to take care of the home. How they're going to, you know, they've got to work. They've got to make sure child care is in place. You know, it can be fearful uh, there at night time. And, you know, there's a lot of things that factor into that with emotions. And, you know, that's when, you know, whether, it, and men as well, we can have, you know, a lot of times we are not verbal in how we communicate with our spouses. Uh, you know, a lot of men are withdrawn because we don't want our spouses to worry, don't want them to be upset. So we internalize fear, anxiety, uh, and, and stress. And so because we don't want the, our family members to, to uh, worry. And because we internalize a lot of times, it turns into heart attacks and strokes. And so that's why we have to make sure that, Instead of trying to control everything, we need to make sure we're giving it to one who is in control, and that is Christ Jesus. We are in control of nothing. God is in control of everything. Again, trusting God. So if we can let Him be in control of everything, that really eliminates the stress and the anxiety and the worry, knowing that God's going to provide for us, knowing that God's going to meet all of our needs according to His riches and glory, and God's going to be our protector. God is the author and the finisher of our lives. We give that over to Christ Jesus. See, anxiety and fear Fear is not having enough trust in God. You're not saying God is big enough to take control and, and have the power over the issues in your life. And we need to make sure that we believe in a big God, not a little God, who is not in control. We believe in a big God who is in control of all things, who's going to take care of us and care for us through our darkest times. God is there. So we need to make sure that we are not lacking that trust, we're not lacking that faith, and giving in to what the devil wants as far as fear and anxiety is concerned, that we're giving, we're pulling our full strength into him. We're focused on God. If we can focus on God, and then we then we give defeat to the devil because we're going to say, hey, greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. And God's not giving us a spirit, a spirit of fear, of power, love, and a sound mind. I may not be anxious for nothing, but our prayer and supplication, let my request be known, known unto God. And the peace of God surpass all understanding regard my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. If God is for us, who can be against us? God will never leave us nor forsake us. We got all these things to empower us and to encourage us in this Christian walk. Instead of giving in to that fear and anxiety that the world offers, we have the trust and the hope that God gives. 
And what a wonderful and beautiful thing. So whether you're male or female, whatever anxiety that you may be dealing with, whatever fear you may be going through, give that over to God. We don't have to be the fix-it. You know, that's one problem with men. And a lot of women just want men to listen. And men are fix-it people. You know, we want to fix the problem. We want to fix the issue. And, uh, and so a lot of men sometimes, it's as hard as it is sometimes, all they want from us is just to listen. And, uh, and just for us to shut up. But if you're like me, it's hard to shut up. Because here I have a degree in counseling, so my knee-jerk reaction is to try to fix <laughs> something. And uh, sometimes all my wife wants me to do is just to listen. And, uh, and if there's a problem, and then I want to go in and with the guns blazing and <laughs> create the problem, and sometimes she has to reel me in. But we, we can't always fix everything. We can't always fix every issue. And so we need to get outside of that mindset and, uh, and understand that, we, that God will take care of the issues and give that over to Him. So whether you're a single mother or maybe a, a wife who's in a tumultuous relationship, maybe a husband who's dealing with job loss or unemployment or, uh, or maybe their, their spouse has left them, you know, as, as bad as painful as that may be and as anxiety risen as that may be, give that to Jesus. Pray about that daily. Seek Him out. Keep your eyes focused on Him. If you focus on the pain, if you focus on the absence, if you focus on the loss, it's going to take you down a path of depression. It's going to take you down a path of pain. You don't, you don't go down that path. As soon as you start to feel that happening, say, no, I'm not going to do that today. Today, I'm keeping my eyes focused on Jesus. Today, I'm keeping my eyes on God. Today, I'm following Him. Take it a day at a time. What am I going to do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year? Don't worry about it. Today sufficient thereof. Take today and worry about today and use it to focus on God. When you can do that, before you know it, you're over the mountain. You're over the hills. You're over the, 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 the fear and anxiety. And you're in a place that you never thought you would be because you trusted in God. Trust in Him daily. Give it all over to Him. It's not easy. Because if you're like me, it's easy to worry. I worry sick over my daughter every time she walks out that door because I know the kind of evil that is out there. And I tell her that, that there are evil people in this world and they want to hurt you. You have to be aware. When you're pumping gas, you look who's beside you. You look who's in front of you. You keep an eye on who's behind you. I said, you don't. I said, you see anything out of place. You get in that car and you lock that door. When you're walking and approaching to your car, you make sure you kind of look underneath your car, around your car. Make sure your doors are locked. Man, you've read stories where people's hit underneath cars and grab women. I've read stories where they've zip-tied cars together while you're trying to, you know, the, the, the door latches together. And while they're trying to cut that, they'll come up and grab them. They'll put $100 bills on their windshield and they're out there trying to get it. They'll, you know, it's all kinds of evil that is out there. So that's why I worry exponentially. And that's why I have to give that fear to God daily so that I don't give in to that fear and that worry. And, and I have to say, God, she is yours. You protect her. Please protect her from the evil and the perversion and that is rampant in this world. Put your angel, I pray every day, put literally an angel to walk beside of her. And if a bad guy even looks in her direction, that angel will literally be revealed. And those bad guys run out of fear. And you think I say that and you think, well, that's, you know, that's, that's a nice sentiment. No, I've literally read stories uh, where a uh, woman was walking down an alleyway and these men were going to jump her and they were going to rape her. And uh, for, uh, for somehow, I don't know if the they got back around and somehow they got to those men and asked us, said, why did you not attack her? Said uh, she had two big, huge guys with her. She was by herself. 
the angels of God who stand beside her. And that's why I have full faith and trust that my God is a mighty God. And He will protect my family. And He's going to protect you. So don't give in to that fear and anxiety. Don't give in to what the devil is trying to do to tear you down. You put your full, complete trust in God. And when you can do that, what a mighty warrior you can be. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us each and every day to serve you well. Help us to put our trust in you. Lord, help us to not be fearful, but take that leap of faith into knowing that you are going to catch us in your mighty, strong arms. Lord, anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray every morning, and I mean it every morning, Lord, be with each and every person watching and listening this morning. Watch over, guide, protect them, keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Be with our children, our spouses, are going to school, work, or play. Be a holy hedge of protection about them. Lord, be with us all. Let us have that trust in you. Let us be enduring and persevering. Let us never give up hope and keep pushing forward. And let us be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. Don't forget to tune back in tonight at 7 p.m. for our regular Wednesday evening online Bible study. I hope that you will join us, and I hope everybody has a fantabulous day. Remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.